You are listening to Radio Yastrava. Move, move, spirit, move in my life. I 
all over my life, over my life. Lead me teach me. I need your guidance. I'm lost without you. Spirit, move me. Spirit, teach me. Spirit, lead me. I wanna know. I wanna know. Good morning to all the Facebook listeners and viewers and the Radio Easter River uh, family. We are back. It's Thursday. How time flies. I was in the studio yesterday. It feels like yesterday. But today is a new day and we can truly say that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So yes, we are live on Radio East River, our station, our talent, and it is all for our people. So this morning, we bring to you a very, very good program, a program that will blow your mind. It will put you in another spin. Um, yes, uh, the program is, yes, you are on the couch with Doc, and we're speaking on athe- the a- atheist turn to serve God. And this morning I have a special guest in the program, um, and yes, we are going to go live in a few minutes. Um, we are there and then we will continue with our program. Now we're going to go for a music break this morning. We will play some uh, Afrikaans. We speak English, but we're playing Afrikaans music this morning. Local as lekker, soos hulle sê. So we're going on this music break, and uh, the song that we will be listening to is God het a baha. David Yankees sing for ons. God het a baha. He has... Indeed, he is there for you and he notices you. Let's listen. You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Oh, 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 oh,
Esta problema Constante perfeito De leva trac Mais sua Vários En my benoed is daar,
Ferrari Media House, one connection. Do you have branding frustration? We can assist you. Ari Media House can design your website, your logo, and any marketing needs. For your promotional needs, please contact us at 064-536-9095. Ari Media House, the branding specialist behind your business. Contact us today. Don't delay. 064-536-9095. You are back after that powerful, powerful song from David Yankees, um, who said, God het a baha in jou, hy sal jou nooit begewe, of verlaat nie, hy is daar, stel belang in jou, en verochend gaan ons hoor, hoe dat God belang gestel het, in iemand wat hom die hand gewees het. Let's 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 go over to our guest and I'm going to introduce my guest this morning. My guest is none other than Zander Conradi. Conradi, <laughs> oh, that klink so Afrikaans verochend, <laughs> so op die tong. It's not Zander Conradi. It's a Zander Conradi. This is Afrikaans uit die boonste gestoelte en verochend sê ons Baie welkom, welcome Zander oh. uh, to Radio Eastrover to this program on the couch with Doc and this morning you are truly on the couch with mm. Doc this morning and uh, I also want to welcome uh, Leticia Souls and also Michael Domingo the regulars um, on Facebook. Uh, thank you for tuning in and welcome to you. And Leticia says also a warm welcome to our guest in the studio. And uh, yes, uh, we will see the comments coming through thick and fast later. Let's start. Zander, who is he? <laughs> well, first, just want to say thank you, Graham, for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here today with you on the couch. Um, now, who is Zander? Uh, it, I would say um, I was born and raised and... Um, Polokwani Limpopo for uh, most of my life, born and raised. Um, after that, I moved towards uh, Somerset West. I felt the Lord knocking on my door saying, it's time for you to move. I moved, um, studied at Pneumatics back then. It's now called PNX Global and started working after that in Cape Town for a few years. Um, and yeah, and now I am the newly appointed uh, youth pastor at Coronation Avenue Methodist Church. So I can say um, that in a nutshell is me, and also my favorite food is pannenkoek. So pancakes. It's favorite really food, pannenkoek. <laughs> and he, he, he is here from Polakwani, um, uh, coming down from Polakwani, and now you in the province of milk and honey. Mm. Definitely, <laughs> the promised land. The promised <laughs> land in South Africa, the Western Cape. And uh, you are none other than on the favorite and the most influential radio station, internet radio station mm. in the country, Radio East River. And we are so privileged uh, to have you here this morning. And just know our listeners know that uh, this program is currently recorded and then later on, it will be on all um, internet platforms or platforms like Spotify, etc., um, where they can download this program or listen to it and send it forward it to other people whom you want uh, uh, them to listen to this program. 
Zander siblings. Mm. Do you Sibl- have any siblings? Yes, I have um, one younger brother who also is here in Somerset West. Um, actually, ironically, I picked him up yesterday from the airport. So okay, <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, one sibling. Um, but it's a sibling rivalry, you, you know, it's like that typical thing of we don't always see eye to eye, but as soon as something happens, we're there for each other. But the rest of the time, it's an on-off kind of situation. A love-hate situation. Exactly that. Something <laughs> like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So the family seems to me uh, uh, gravitates to, 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 to the Western Cape. Mm. Um, mm, definitely. Uh, yeah, you, you, opened the, you kicked open the door and now... They just walk through the door. I invited them once. Say, come, just see how it is. You, uh, if you, if if you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to, you know, love it. Okay. Fifteen minutes in, we love it. We want to stay here. We're all moving down. Okay, great. So, mom and dad is also <laughs> coming down. I believe they're mm. wrapping up um, um, this things in Polokwane. Mm, definitely, um, definitely. Because I mean, it's too hot up there. Yo, but right now, this heat wave we've been experiencing, well, not heat wave, but this heat we've been exp- experiencing these past two weeks is, whew, yes, <laughs> something yes, completely yes. different. For our listeners, stay out of the sun. And if you need to go out there, put on some sunscreen, protect yourself. Uh, um, it is 32 degrees Celsius outside, according mm. to the weatherman. And uh, yes, uh, rather sit on the couch and uh, experience this program with Doc this morning. <laughs> and uh, you will be blessed. I know you will be, be be blessed. Get your cool drink. Get your cup of tea. Some people love the cup of tea. Um, uh, 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 even if it's no matter how hot it is, they love their tea. Um, drink some water. Get mm. but get to the couch. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Tell them to tune in uh, because this program is going to bless them. It is indeed. Uh, you said you studied at pneumatics. What yes. did you? How how did that come about? Um, so, nearing, uh, like any teenager, I guess it was a phase where I didn't exactly know. Now, at this phase, what do I need to do? What's the big question every teenager asks? What do I need to study? What do I want to do with my life? And um, from that, the Lord just placed um, more and more the calling in my heart for ministry. And um, I think it's also, you know, the mentality when, you, when you're raised in a small town, that you're raised, you, you have to get out. You have to get out of the small town to somewhere better. So that's why most people go to Pretoria, Johannesburg, Durban, Cape Town, you know. So that's the mentality. And I guess with that mentality, um, I told myself, okay, I want to see what's my possibility and where to go as far away as possible. That was the idea back then. That was the idea to get as far away as possible. And, well, the Lord opened the doors for Somerset West for pneumatics. I studied for them, um, theology. And, yeah, it was just such an incredible journey the Lord took me through. And where there was a loose foundation, he solidified it. He took hold of what was and made new. Great stuff. Very interesting points that Zander is uh, pointing and bringing out to us this morning. Uh, God solidified a loose foundation. He took away the old and he replaced it with something new. As to what the Bible says, he removed the heart of stone and he gave him a heart of flesh Mm. that can break for other people, for other young people. Um, that can have compassion. You see, if you have a heart of stone, you don't care about anybody else but yourself. But when you have a heart of flesh, you have a heart for people. 
you your heart breaks when you see uh, people are uh, are going to through destruction when you see people uh, uh, in in a place where they shouldn't be and uh, don't worry don't worry we will get to the crux we will get to the crux you 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 might uh, feel now where 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 when are they getting to that point where uh, it will actually speak to the topic this morning atheist turned to serve God we will get to that in a minute don't worry as we will go to a music break now um and uh, we will listen to Neville D when he sings Dieravit uh, wat hy doen and God simply he just knows what he is doing um ons sal ons ons kan nou sê ons weet wat ons weet to ons in die sonde was het ons nie geweet wat ons moet weet nie Maar nou weet ons wat ons weet, want die Heere weet wat hy doen. Let's take a listen. Butchers Market offers the best quality, locally sourced and 100% halal meats. Visit our store at Sanbury Square Mall. Contact us at 021-565-0499 TPM for your halal meats. Yeah. 
You are tuned into the leading internet radio station in the Mother City. Yes, you are back and uh, Neville D sang for us the year of it, what he do. Sometimes uh, we can only mooi dit uitwerk nie. Sometimes we can't figure it out how how it happens, how he is, how did it come about? But God knows because he knows what he's doing. He, we we don't have to understand because our minds are too small. We have a frugal mind and it is too small to comprehend the vastness of of what God is doing. And this morning we we're speaking with uh, uh, Zander and we're speaking on the topic atheist turned to serve God. Now Zander you you gave us a little bit of a background on yourself and uh, the civil sibling rivalry and 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 so on you come from Palakwane you now in Western Cape uh, you in in Somerset West how did you grow up in Palakwane how we, how were you raised um, what's your parents like Yeah, um, tough question. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was raised by who I believe, I, st- I personally believe my parents are the best. Um, I know every child believes that of their oh parents. My. <laughs> but mine were definitely the best. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but no, I was raised in a, a Christian household. Yes. Um, very, li- very religious family who um, worshipped and um honored the lord and served his served his kingdom and um served his word or sorry lived out his word um so grew up in an incredible household filled with love filled with openness um and i i think with with that being said um i was i think to a small degree great growing up a bit sheltered and also not so while growing up um I um I I kind of was exposed exposed to a different culture than most of my peers. Okay. Um, so I was also partially part of it. Um I I think with it being said um that usually as any child we we figure things out, we learn, we 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 gain experiences. Um and yeah, and from that I I I'd say a lot of things happen. For example, um as a child I'd categorize in three ways. There was hurt, loneliness and grief in a sense I'm growing up and many of these things are natural okay um, for example okay. grief does happen to all of us yes yes um many of us can testify of losing a family losing a loved one um loneliness i think this is in general a case for many of us um a, a period of loneliness of finding yourself finding where you fit in yes yes i think that also comes with with this um it's how that loneliness was handled how it might have been enhanced how it might have been worsened mm-hmm. and naturally the third one i would say would be hurt mm-hmm. hurt that um um occurred and again we all go through pain we all go through yeah, that's right that's and right trials of of hurt yeah. um so so with that being said um i'd say i i would i wouldn't say i'd had a abnormal childhood you know um anything completely different from the norm only a few tweaks here and there yes and it's a few tweaks that caused a chain reaction later on okay okay so you say you you were raised in a fairly 
good Christian home. Um, you were your your upbringing were somehow protected, mm, mm. but also exposed. Mm, mm. Um, and and you say it was fairly open. Um, so you, you were as 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 you grew up. Um, did you go to Sunday school? Did you go to youth? Uh, did you do the normal stuff that that a Christian family would do mm. or growing up in a Christian home? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Um, went almost uh, the term religiously. Yes. <laughs> when I was religiously um, to Sunday school um, and also youth later on. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, we as a family it was very uh, a core pinnacle pinnacle of the family of. Um, sharing God's word okay. um, and living it out, because um, I still remember like small snippets of my father taking me, me and my little brother towards um, a less fortunate area of town and just helping the community where he was busy helping building a house or um, giving back to someone or helping someone in need of something else. Would it be a, a phone contract or? It would be just a small, minute details of helping someone. Um, so I remember these kinds of small things of living out God's word. Great. A very good example of um, what uh, uh, a true Christian should be mm-hmm. um, in, in living out the word. Uh, because the Bible says um, that where Jesus said, I was, I was naked and you did not clothe me. Um, I was hungry and you did not feed me. Mm-hmm. I was in prison and no, no one came to visit me. I was sick and there was no one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when he spoke to the, to the Pharisees and, 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 and so on, uh, but he wanted to make a point to say, it's not that he was there, that is what's going to happen in life. Mm-hmm. There's going to be poor people, there's going to be people that is going to be imprisoned and mm-hmm. sick, etc., um, and uh, your parents, your father, truly um, emulated Jesus in that when he took you and your brother to show you. It's not not just saying do, but showing mm. what needs to happen um, when you a Christian. And that is very profound. That is very profound. And I want our, our listeners and our viewers uh, to to hold on to those t- thoughts. Uh, that Zander grew up in a in a in a religious home. He grew up in a very protective religious protective setting, living out uh, um, his father, his parents, living out God's word, uh, demonstrating um, what a Christian should be and how a Christian should live, um, going out and help the community because sometimes we are so church. And I would call it church or denominational bound that we go to church on a Sunday and we think that is what it's all about. But um, for Jesus, it is about going into the community, taking Mm. him, demonstrating his love uh, in the community. And uh, yeah, that is is what what, uh, his parents, Zander's parents did. Um, and and living it out, and we welcome Elise all the way from Ruderpoort in Johannesburg. Morning, Doc, and guest Zander, and we say welcome to Elise Olafir right there from Ruderpoort in 
uh, in Johannesburg in the Gauteng province. So we are across uh, uh, South Africa where you can hear our voices and we can you can see our faces on Facebook and we're just loving it. We're loving it. Um, and yes, uh, um, there is Umushle Accessories. You are beautiful. Good morning, Doc. Uh, God bless you. Uh, and uh, can you just put your name there, who, who, who that is, if you're listening to us. Uh, good morning to you, Umushle Accessories. I would love to have your name uh, uh, as as we sing, uh, as we go into this music break. Nia my lieve, laat dit hier. Rudy Miller sing for ons, nia my lieve, laat dit hier. Let's take a listen. Radio. 
Yes, you are back. Neem my leven, laat dit hier. Die Heere neem jou leven en hy transformeer jou leven as jy jou leven in sy hand plaas. If you put your life into his hands, he brings transformation. And uh, we welcome Tammy Festus uh, Morgendal. She is watching She is the CEO of Umushle Accessories. Umushle meaning beautiful. And she is indeed beautiful and also the beautiful stuff, uh, earrings and accessories that she is making. Um, it is well carried by a lot of women and uh, we love you for that. And Michael Domingo is also watching and he is, is saying uh, such an interesting topic I'm at Sasa, so it's very difficult to hear clearly with all the noise. I will have to listen once I get home. Be blessed. My daughter Dominique uh, uh, Domingo was a music teacher at Pneumatics. There oh, we go. Wow. There we go. There <laughs> we go. We have people that's connected oh. on, on the airwaves, and uh, we are blessed to have them all watching this morning so there are people that knows what we are talking about zander <laughs> religious home religious upbringing went to sunday school went to youth doing all the stuff that that a teenager growing up in a a religious christian home with christian values and and morals and zander found himself from the tar road on the gravel path mm. what prompted i know you 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 spoke about hurt um you spoke about loneliness and you spoke about grief What prompted you to venture into atheism? Well, I would say I started with those three points. Um, it's the first would be grief, because all of this um, led to a chain reaction, as I mentioned before. Um, yes. So the grief was naturally passing of family members. Um, Uh, sadly, in my family, we've quite, have had quite a few members who've died and died, unfortunately, under sad or, very, or um, tragic circumstances. Okay. Um, and this caused kind of a, a, a phase of questioning. And it's that typical qu questioning that we, we tend to do is, why? If I'm now in a believing, I'm in a believing household, and I, because my parents taught me now to believe that God does all things for, the good, for good, and God is good. Um, so why would he then take this person who we love away? Why would he take this person away? This, these were the questions that I started asking. Um, for example, just to give an example, um, yes, a, yes. De a death of my uncle who, who was a pastor here in Cape Town and a very well-known pastor. Yes. Um, why would God give him cancer and live leave his son, his wife, and his two recently born daughters in the world? Why would he 
do that and put them in that situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so those kinds of things, those kinds of things that um, start a spiraling effect. That's long with I'd like to go to the hurt part. Yes. Um, where as a child, I, I, I actually, um, I do suffer, well, not suffer. I don't see it as suffering or a disability. I see it as a very great um, bonus and superpower almost. Um, I have ADHD. And with my ADHD, I sometimes have a lack of social connectation. So I don't always recognize in social communication, so mm -hmm. social environments, this is not the right thing to say. Okay. <laughs> or this is not the right thing to do. So I, I, it's now much better how older and older and wiser I seem to be getting. Great, great. <laughs> God, God is trans bringing transformation. He is, he is yes. definitely. Um, but with it, I also grew up, um, this is now the exposure. So I was exposed to my mother being an English teacher. Put, um, we didn't have the finances for a nanny or something like yes. that. So my mother had to take me to work with her. So I grew up learning A, B, C, D, E, F, G, before I learned R, B, S, C, D, E, F, G. Okay. So I learned first English in Afrikaans, then I was placed in Afrikaans school. Now that combined with or in my social, um, I don't want to say exact, but my social cues, not being able to recognize or register all of this properly, um, I was bullied then from the moment I stepped in and even I'd say even until much later, later start or midway through high school. Yes. So I was um, bullied, but emotionally and physically. Okay. So physically by the school bullies, which I, I believe many people can attest to. That, yes, yes. Uh, that happens. Yeah. Um, uh, and then also emotional bullying. But the emotional bullying, the part that made it so hurtful was it came from my own friends. My goodness. It came from my own best friends who would ridicule me in public or do so in private in front of me, call me things. And so, so again, the, the English, there were times I couldn't properly process mm -hmm. what they were saying. So I was a bit slow in, in that regard. Not that I was slow physically, but slow in translating what, what they were saying, saying in Afrikaans. Exactly. Okay. Not being able to prompt a response okay. in time. So yes, it creates yes. the illusion I'm slow. Um, and then with that, that hurt caused loneliness because of that loneliness came from this, this feeling separated, this feeling I'm not good enough, I don't belong to my own friends, I yes, don't belong to yes. any social or peer group. So that caused a, a, a loneliness, a inner loneliness within myself. And all of these three just kept prompting more and more deeper and darker questions. Mm -hmm. Why would God allow this? Why yes. is there pain? Yes. Yes. These kinds of things. Yeah. We will go now to, to going a little bit deeper. There <laughs> is someone that's saying hi to you, and that is Dominic Domingo. Welcome, Dominic. <laughs> I'm so glad you tuned in and that your dad actually prompted you to tune in, send, sending you the link. Thanks, Michael. Uh, so that Dominic can say hi to Zander. He is right here on Radio Eastrover, on Stasi, on Talent, and for ons mensen. So, Zander, you, 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 you elaborated now on all the three things, the, the hurt, the loneliness, and, uh, and the grieving part, um, grieving... Uh, your uncle had cancer and then he died. I know that m most probably there were other family members who also died under tragic circumstances. Mm. And so on, you were bullied at school and, and therefore placed you in a 
in a in a hole of loneliness where it's just you and and you you socially that connection was not there um and the grief actually comes stems from or or the 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 hurt uh stems from that your friends the ones that you actually allowed into your inner space uh those were the people that that hurt you the most um and 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 actually took away or rip away uh the social cohesion mm. um with them um and that hurt you so how did you then uh, it's because of all of these things what happened that mm. you veered off the road mm. and mm. found yourself into in 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 atheism mm. because i was asking and brilliant question i love your question and because i was asking so many of these kinds of questions um i later just came to an oh, my own journey and own realization that I've, i believe and said there is no god um because there were all of this started piling up more and more and more um it got to such a point where my parents actually relo- relocated me to another different school just so things can quiet down unfortunately that made things also a bit worse in a sense because then i was um starting to because i then before uh, wasn't associated with any group i desperately desired to be part of almost any group Yes, yes. And so that gave me exposure to different kinds of people, children who were older than I was, um where you have your typical um teenager that might experiment or try smoking at 16. These are students that were smoking already in primary school. Yes. So I was having these kinds of exposures um and more and more of these kinds of questions and where uh, I think this is where the Lord um blessed and also at the same time I felt to me I misused it completely. Mm-hmm. Um uh where the Lord um blessed me with the with the chance to be able to meet different kinds of people and I was exposed to different kinds of things and I ex- I learned quickly how to start flirting with girls you know the typical yes, thing. Yes, yes. And all of this prompted me to be exposed towards enormous amounts of lust enormous amounts of experimentation with different kinds of things yes and surrounded by different kinds of people so my world view was starting to change drastically and when i then finally um got into high school where i reconnected with those friends from primary school yes and i having gone through these two years where this was slightly changing I got exposed to even more of those kinds of people yes. hanging out with you'd say the wrong crowd. The wrong crowd. Definitely and that just <coughs> led to more and more of these kinds of questions where I then blindly said I am now an atheist and I got exposed to atheists um where they were asking even more difficult questions making me prompt more and more into believing what they believe. And in that I became almost you you could say an aggressive atheist where I would intentionally target other Christians with questions mm-hmm. diminish and degrade them personally so I almost to a degree you could say became a bully I became I I was sharing the hurt that was placed on me I was putting on others Yes very very interesting uh, what you are saying is you became a bully mm. um and and the, the hurt that you have you projected on others and there's a saying that goes hurt people hurt, hurt people. others 
um, and uh, it is it is very interesting. And I want our viewers to and our listeners on on um, radio um, to take note of these things. Your your you you at at best you are trying to raise your child in the Christian ways. You lay the foundation. You 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 give them the right tools in order to know that there is a God, there is a, a um, supreme being that, that loves us that, um, and Jesus died for us. But the minute they step out the door, they are exposed to everything mm. that the world can throw at them. And, and, and here is what, what is very important is that um, we as parents need to, to actually lay the foundation as solid as can be, but consistently. Mm. Consistently. And we need to walk with our children um, on a daily. And we need to show that interest. In, in, in your case, Zander, you were lonely and mm. you needed to, you, you needed to identify with something, even though your parents gave you, but it was not enough. The questions that you had was not answered. The questions of hurt was not answered. Uh, the questions of grief, that was not answered to, to, to your satisfaction. Because, I mean, you had the questions of why did uh, my uncle that was working for God, that, that really was sold out for him, um, why did he had to suffer from cancer and then subsequently died. His children are small. His wife is alone. They're going to suffer. They're going to go through all of these things and, and then uh, go through that. And I just want to come back to uh, where you said um, with regards to atheism and, and uh, our understanding what is the full meaning of atheism. Atheism is one thing. A lack of believing in God. And, and atheism is not a belief system, but it mm. is the lack of believing in God. And what I also want to bring to you when you said you became a bully and you targeting other Christians with, with, with questions that you yourself knew that they could not answer. And you became like, a saw running after Christians to, to diminish them, to actually wipe them out and to actually bring them into your fold to believe that there is no God. Mm. So where did it go from, from, from there? You, you now have, you, you got to this point of believing that there is no God, there is... You, you're targeting other Christians, you're bullying other Christians. How, how, how deep that, did that go? Where, where to? Sure. Um, quite deep. Where, uh, I've, I, I remember this clearly when I was 16. I remember this where um, I was uh, part of this, I went with this group and um, there were adults. Now, when, I'm, when I say adult stock, I mean... People in their late 30s to 40s. Yes. And I, as a teenager, okay, I think this is now where genetics comes in. I look much older than I actually am. <laughs> but at that point, I looked 
quite older and I asked questions to these adults where I actually started taking them on personally. Um, for example, I remember the one adult who had recently um, lost his father and I was prompting and targeting that exactly, personally attacking him and questioning where this man was later left in tears and Shut. me and my group were chased out of where we were. And this is the the kind of thing it, it, it got to. It got to such a point where this became not necessarily, that was now a bit of a excessive case, but similar cases like that happened on a frequent basis, almost weekly to monthly. And it became so... Um, I, I also won't lie that there was a part of me that got a thrill out of it. Sure. That was the scary part. Looking back at it, that was the scary part, that there was a part of me that, that enjoyed it. And to later to realize, so one of the interesting things that started happening was that I actually started um, developing depression. So my, my own... Um, body and my brain were starting to become even more and more saturated in a darker and darker place. And, the, and I also just want to make something clear that my parents were present and they were trying, but like any teenager, I guess, well, I don't say any teenager, but I, I tried and did my best not to share any of it, to put this facade on of the perfect son, of I still believe in everything. Mm -hmm. But when I walk out the door, as you mentioned, completely different, a different mask. Very interesting, very interesting. And, and, and here again, um, it, is, it is on us as parents to really know our children. And, and what, you, what you just said is that you put on this facade as to um, this religious boy this this guy that still believes etc etc in front of your parents and in the home but when you when you step out of that door it is almost as if you throw off the mm. garment uh, or the facade you're taking off that uh, religious or uh, re religiosity mm. of of Zander Konradi and you leave it on the inside of the house <laughs> Uh, it makes me think of, um, I, I don't know if it's the, the Japanese or the Chinese, um, when, you, when you walk into their house, they would have a pair of um, um, slippers mm, mm. kind of thing. They call it a wabaki. Um, Interesting name. Yeah, wabaki. And me and my daughter always, uh, we, we uh, tend to, to, to joke about it. Mm -hmm. um, that you need to take off your shoes at the door and put on wabaki, you mm. know, that type of thing. So, so you did that, mm. leaving the religious facade inside and then venture outside mm. uh, to, to do whatever you needed to do with. Mm. And, and, and you, you, you say you, be, you actually became aggressive. Mm. Um, similar to Paul, Paul, with the, with that zeal and zest for for it, it was also like uh, Paul also getting a thrill out of uh, because I have the authority, I have, mm. uh, I, I I I'm the guy, 
you know, that can, that can go and kill Christians. You know, it, it, it's like, who's next? Mm. You know, uh, is there a Christian around the next corner mm. that I can ostracize and I can criticize and I can diminish and actually flatter? And, and as, you, as you mentioned that uh, when you confronted this adult guy, he was, he was left in tears and that made you feel you have accomplished, you know, you, you have achieved your goal to make this person that believe to turn him into an unbeliever mm. and not to believe in God. Because if, if, if he believed that God is with him, he would have challenged you and, and come across more stronger. But because you were more aggressive, you actually overpowered him. Uh, Tammy Morgendahl says the following, wow, I really appreciate the conversation. Uh, give me insight as a parent. And we also want to welcome Johan Samuels, who is watching. Good morning, Johan. Uh, glad you are tuned in. So, um, so you, 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 you're saying that the longer you continued, um, the more deeper and darker the pit became. Mm. It, it became darker and darker and became this, this <coughs> need and this search because I think also to the grief there was a deep longing to still belong, a deep longing to search for what is the answer, to search for... <laughs> I, I think you could actually almost to the degree call it then a search for God in it. Um, strange as it might sound, it was still that, that sense. And I have a, I have a mentor who... who who describes it quite well. He says in Afrikaans, the hot hut, the, mm -hmm. the, God, the God void. The God void. Oh, yes, the, the space in you that tries to fill, you have this void in you that you try to fill with so many different kinds of things. Yes, yes. Only is perfectly shaped for God. And the interesting thing is with it, I, as I mentioned also a bit earlier, um, it became overwhelmingly involved in, in lust because I was starting to look attractive now to a few girls in high school and my ego was starting to boost. So all of this started happening yes. with this long side. <coughs> and having also, so all of this was starting to build up piece by piece. And on this trail, I was starting to hurt more and more people as I'm walking along this journey. Yes, so so the the road um, of 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 and I would I would say because he is our adversary. Uh, the Bible says your adversary, the devil, is is wanting to 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 rip you away, and so he would he would put more and more things on your way for you to to see. But this is worth my while. Mm. In order to keep you um, in in uh, in the in in that space, um, so for us uh, uh, it is really important that we that we know and and you 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 mentioned it earlier on uh, about the God void. Um, there is because God created us in His image and in His likeness. Uh, if He does not fill the space something else will fill the space. Mm. And, and because the space is created for him, it fits 
his profile, I would call it. Mm. It fits his uh, dimensions. Um, and, and it's like trying to fit a square into a circle. It will mm. never fit. Mm. Um, you will try and try and try, but it will never fit there. If you bring the circle, it will fit into a circle. And that is, that, that is what we and uh, many of us and, and all of us are trying on our journey uh, that uh, um, where, we, where we're going to, to bring. Michael, Michael Domingo brings a comment. They say, I, be, I believe God had to take Zander out, uh, out his initial upbringing and place him on the path he chose in order for him to, like today, open, open him to the world by testifying today. Many are in the same boat and might not have the drive to step clear. Even if one person reaps positivity, then God starts to smile all over. God bless you, Zander, <laughs> on your ministry. Oh, um, and you. then we also say uh, welcome to Willem Peterson. Good morning, Doc. Love the topic and the discussion. We appreciate you for tuning in. God mm. bless you. So, and, 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 and this is the thing that where Michael says that, and, and you said earlier on that um, it's, it's, it's strange that you can say that in all of this, you also, you, you're actually looking for, for God. Mm. Uh, you you actually, actually searching, mm. but you, you were searching in the wrong place. You were searching with the squares instead <laughs> of searching with the circles, mm. you know, uh, because God is whole. Mm. The, the Bible also says to us that our love is incomplete without him. Yes. And he makes us, as we know, he makes us whole. He makes us complete for we are insufficient without him definitely and i i think this was definitely that the journey came more and more to to that extreme and um i think one one of the things that started happening is as i mentioned the, on this journey was love hurts love people that i caused pain towards um and so, some people who might still to this day never forgive me mm. um and there's that where now it's a journey of also asking forgiveness and walking the journey. But um, I think what, what started changing it, what started changing that mentality was um, I start, there, there were people that started speaking more and more into my life um, and making me realize the hurt I was causing because I never realized it. I never saw it. Because to me, I thought I was doing a good thing. Mm. That's also the irony of it. We, we tend to think though, that their eyes must... There's something about a different kind of worldview. Um, yes. There must be darker for some reason. No, no. The sky still looked blue. Yes. The, the grass still looked green. It, it, it was something of, in my mind, in my understanding, I was doing good because in some way this was going to help them later on all right all right we will we will venture into that part now now uh, but we will go on to a music and an ad break and uh, we will listen to joe neiman who will sing to us no longer slaves as we'll be back in a few minutes
Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise with Radio East River by emailing us at admin at radioeastriver.co.za.
our station, our talent and our people. No longer slave, no longer slaves, no longer slaves. And we are still here in the studio and you are on the couch with Doc and we're speaking atheist turned to serve God. Um, and we're speaking to Zander Konradi this morning. And uh, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. I am learning. I am really learning this morning. And uh, I'm also viewing my own parenting style and what I did with my children because um, so easily we we push our children away and they find themselves in lonely places. Um, um, yeah, we, we try and in our own mind as parents, we think that we're giving love, but yet um, we are pushing and driving out our children far and far away. Um, uh, just just as a side note, I was I was pondering on the issue of discipline. Mm. Um, and and how we discipline our children, and especially in today's age where um, the, the, the laws of the country and the educational system makes it very difficult for, for parents to really find that balance as mm. to how to discipline their children and what to do and how to do it. And um, I, I thought to myself, and this was, was uppermost in my mind, that I thank my parents today um, um, for discipline, disciplining me in the way that they disciplined me. Mm. And many children today, if, if you take my discipline and project it to today's, it would, it would borderline or it would be seen as, as abuse. But my parents saw further than what I could see, and 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 so on. And I would not say I, I followed that same line with my kids, but uh, God had to God had to speak to me to say if you if you continue on this trajectory, you're going to push your son out, and he he will find himself in lonely space and going to find whatever he needs to find outside the door. And that is, that is exactly where you found yourself. Although loving, uh, caring parents with great values, great morals, great examples, yet there was a void. Mm. Now, I want to ask you, going through all of this, going through all the things that you did in, in, in under the under the auspices of atheism, um, um, where did it, and, and you earlier said that um, many people were starting to, to speak into your life. Mm. Mm. Where, where did that turning point come for you? <coughs> Excuse me. Where did the turning point come for the light to be switched on? Um, yeah, I... The, the funny thing is, uh, as people speaking into me, I start realizing the hurt I was causing. Ironically, it, well, not ironically, but sadly, it made me realize um, exactly that, that I was causing hurt. But then my own depression was also building with this. So I start questioning my own worth, start questioning 
Why? And so my own self-image drastically changed to a negative where I start um, doubting myself. I start criticizing myself. Yes, to, yes. To such a large extent. And as all of this starts growing, I start actually becoming suicidal. It's 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 very interesting that you that you're mentioning depression because just last week we had the topic on depression and we spoke about mm. depression with Dr. Francois Swat. Um, and what as I've listened as I've listened to you, you 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 brought that that you were pushed further and further down a dark hole, and with that. You actually, that dark hole or the darkness in the hole actually made you depressed. And in order for you to, 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 to actually overcome depression, you hurt people. Trying to find worthness in what you, what you do. And now that, that, that people actually switching on the light so that you can view yourself in the mirror you start seeing um, what you were doing. And, and as you mentioned, you, you then question your, your self-image, uh, your, your own worth. S- speak to us mm. about that. Um, well, yeah, I was questioning it. It was, it, it was basically, like you said, the light was switched on and seeing truly what was there, seeing truly the person. It's... I would imagine to get to get an analogy is looking in the mirror, but you've you haven't looked in the mirror in years. You haven't seen the person definitely who you've been who you are for years. You've been completely st- the the image and the person are two different things. Yes, yes. Um, we're seeing it and starting to realize it made me where I I took on that hurt. I'd also say I took on that hurt, my own hurts, seeing and realizing what I've been doing. Yes, yes. What what has become. Um, And then then I just slowly became more and more um, suicidal and I would go to the people I was associating with and telling them this and then no longer there. No longer there that I'm going through this and they all started moving slowly away. And this caused another sense of loneliness, leaving me alone um, again. And this time now with thoughts that were starting to not... I, were, were, all, were my own, but thoughts I couldn't start trusting, hearing things in my mind that I couldn't start... Um, that were, you, you could say um, giving ideas and speaking negatively over and over and over yes, about yes. myself constantly. Yes. So what you are saying here is that when you viewed yourself in the mirror and seeing what you, what you became, taking that image to the crowd that you hang out with and showing them that image and saying, hey, this is what I see. Mm. They left you. Mm. And, and that is, is, is what we would call in, in, in psychology, we would call it compound hurt. Because you, you hurting already, hurt put you there, 
and you hurting people, still carrying your own hurt, and now you go to the group that you belong to and and actually thought that they would embrace you, they would comfort mm. you, they would um, they would put their arms around you and say, "Hey, you you're still okay." Yet the opposite happened, mm. and they left you, and now there is compound hurt and excess of loneliness because you will you had that loneliness inside of you the hole is still there and the people that you thought would be there for you mm-hmm. they left you so how what would you single out as the as as the moment i would call it the god moment mm. in your life um um where you where you actually fell to your knees and say lord like paul what must i do mm. it's interesting um because i love that you <laughs> call it the god moment because um because i remember it still to this day very clearly um it was so i because i was becoming more and more suicidal i i then um one day planned my own suicide wow where i um I wasn't the best I would say at at academics um back in school but I I was I was easily able to work out things and plan things so I planned my own suicide step by step that if one thing didn't work the next thing so I knew okay I can keep my breath for 2 minutes um and if that and if I uh, the idea is then to drown yes. and if that doesn't work okay there's this option there's jumping how far must I jump from a building before it it's permanent it's yeah so it's that not, yeah it's severe it's no breaking legs or arms or anything it's that's it, the it, last line that that's right yes. it's the end yes so i compiled this list um that i've been working on for weeks and i had a set date in my mind this is the day and i had everything planned to 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 the t that i knew that as soon as i got home my father would take my brother to um to music practice he would then go back to work I be left alone at home. Okay. And th- that gave me uh, f- if I remember correctly it was about a 3 hour window that gave me and it all came up towards in school um was the l- to the last lesson of the day. Yes, and yes. I'd been going through all of this, everything's ready, my mind all of these voices are just spinning over and over and over in my mind and then funny enough in one moment everything just became quiet. And I just heard this one voice say go and write your name up for dance editions. Now till this day that's one of the strangest things I still don't understand but it, there was a reason why because the moment and I said okay let, let's see what happens. Yes, I, yes. I got up and I went to the classroom where I had to go write my name before I got there the youth worker of the school stopped me. And then he asked me simply for some reason at that moment he just asked me How are you? And for some reason I broke down. After now these this long period of keeping this facade of being able to hide all of this, for some reason it just crumbled. And I simply just said it, it's not going well. Sure. I, I need to I I can I I don't know. And he said, "Okay, finish what you're doing or make or go to your teacher, get permission, but come and see me right now." And so I did. I went to see him and then I just it just came out 
until I, I can't describe it, but at that moment, I remember it's this tiny, tiny office where I just remember, like, um, in the bookshelf at the back, there was a small, those Halo water bottles. Yes, yes. Coincidentally, I had one of those at the back there. And I just remembered in this moment where we were just speaking. And I was just open and honest, where there was this warmth and this pressure I experienced in this room and this freeing feeling where I can finally share. I don't, I don't know why. It wasn't anything unique in what he was doing. It wasn't yes, anything yes. special. It was just in that particular moment, I, I felt the freedom to share, and I shared. And from that day, it, it, it became a journey. So that was, the, the, I would say, the, the meeting. I met God. That's when I met God yes, in that yes. moment. And then from a few weeks into it, we start every day talking, talking, talking. We would be hours in that tiny office just talking things out. Even if he didn't have the answer to the questions I was asking, mm-hmm. he would still say, but let's, let's sit with it. Yes, let's yes. Let's journey with it. Let's see. Let's, and this continued for weeks and weeks until a, a point. This is now, I would say, the pivotal point where... One night, I'm lying in bed, and again, that same first feeling I received, I, in a moment, received again. I was, and I just, I got, I got on my knees in the corner of my bed, and I just started praying, saying, God, I don't know who you are. Mm. I don't know how to talk to you. Yes. Um, but I'd like to. Please teach me how to talk to you. It's interesting what you what you're bringing out now is that you met this youth worker. Mm. He, he asked a simple question: "How are you?" I see it as as a God ordained moment of care. I normally say this when I when I do leadership training or when I speak about uh, caring for people um, um, in ministry. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm. And if we study the life of Jesus, that is the biggest. Um, how can I say? Thing in in Jesus's ministry, he cared for people. Mm. The Bible also says, "Take all your frustrations, all your anxieties, all everything, cast it on me, mm. for I care for you." And 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 that is what you were longing for all all the years that you spent in atheism. There was the search for to belong to to be cared for, and you found that with the youth worker at school. Mm. Talk us through the journey from 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 there. You you said that is that was the turning point, and you felt that 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 warmth um, of of God's care again. Uh, in your in your bed, um, and you 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 were compelled mm. to kneel and to say, like Paul, "Who are you, Lord?" Mm. You says, 
Lord, I want to know you. Talk us through that. It, yeah, it was just, and again, it was again something that just happened that night, um, where I was left alone with my own thoughts, and they were going into a certain direction again. And it's as if God just said, uh-uh, no more further, no further. Yes, and then yes. That, and then that, that pressure, that warmth, God, feeling God's love happen in that moment and feeling that compelled, almost I would say, to God, no, I want to get to know you. I've seen the other side. Yes, yes. Now show me your side. Now show me who you are. Show me what you do. Show me your love and it's 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 funny that naturally my life didn't change in a, a moment didn't change in a moment but is that God had these appointments as you said these ordained moments of meeting me saying here am I yes here am I and constantly it came up and up and especially with the youth worker I, and something I want to add something um I want to add that I, and this is something I share rarely, but we mention now also quite a bit here on the parental effect, on mm -hmm. parental involvement. And my parents were always there for me, always supporting me, always helping me. It's me, myself, by my own choices that refused their help. Yes, That yes. pushed them to a side yes. and made it seem I'm okay, I'm fine. Um, and it's that old saying of you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. And my mother herself, who is a trained, well, well, yeah, she is a qualified psychologist um, and a principal, so she understands quite well how yes. a young person's mind works. Yes, yes. She, she knew what was happening, and as one day, where years later, um, we, we sat together as a family, and I shared openly what has happened, and where my mother started crying because she said that she she knew and the saddest thing for her and my father was there was nothing they could do as parents because I did not want to be helped. There we go. I did not want to reach out. They were reaching out every day and I refused it. Yes. yes. Um, the same as God reaches out to us every day. He there reaches out to us and we make the decision do I take his hand or not? There we go. And it's exactly that that my, and something <coughs> that my mother shared. And I knew this as a practice. My mother would every morning at four o'clock in the morning, and she still does that to this day. <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, she's awake and she's praying mm. for her family. She's praying for her sons. She's praying for her husband. Yes. And yes. it's exactly that that those sessions, those moments she had with God, praying to God, saying, "Lord, my son." needs you yes i believe that god was listening i believe that god was intervening through that youth worker but yes. wasn't in a moment just it was a built up yeah it was yeah my god and my it was god and my mother having these conversations yes, yes. leading to that moment there we go the profound profound listeners uh zander's uh, testimony and his story uh, Tammy Morgendal says, Amen, he cares for us. Thank you for sharing your testimonies under God bless. Letitia says, Wow, what a testimony. God works in ways we don't always understand. Only he knows 
what he's doing not our time but his time mm. god's time and i want to say to our listeners let us not stop praying for our family our children um we might not see we might not know when the time will come but in god's time and now we will go to a music break and uh, if you did not know this die lekker kroe gaan vir hom sing hy is die ware god Tune in to the leading internet radio station in the Mother City, Radio Easter River. For more information, log on to our website, which is www.radioeasterriver.co.za.
You are tuned into the leading internet radio station in the mother city. You are back live on the couch with Doc on Facebook on Radio East River on Sestasi on Talent and for ons mense die jere die jere die jere. Hy is die ware God. Hy is die alpha die omega die begin en die einde. Hy wat die werk in jou lewe begin het. Zander is ook in staat om dit te voleindig. Amen. En we are talking to 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 Zander Conradi this morning and he has shared his testimony. Atheist turned to serve God and we've listened to where the turning point came and how he experienced the warmth of the love of God um, after his encounter with the youth worker. But God had to use a peculiar uh, uh, idea Go and register for dance, dance classes. classes. Yeah, dance classes, yes. And I wonder if I may ask you, can you dance? <laughs> <laughs> Depends what time. <laughs> what day. <laughs> But God had to use that just to get you out of, just to prompt you to move into his direction. Mm. But if we, if, 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 if you, if you, uh, 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 Go into the Bible. Dance is part of worship. Mm. So, so God is actually, um, and 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want to 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 say to you. Why dance? Why God use dance? The dance class or the dance concept is you needed guidance, and guidance is made up of the following. If you if you if you take guidance apart, G U I D A N C E is dance, but the G U I stands for God, you and I dance. So God had to use dance to to actually <laughs> bring guidance. Mm. to you because you were lost. Mm. God said, God, you and I, God had to bring you to that point where you say, God, you and I dance. So he actually brought you to a dance class. <laughs> he actually prompted you to go and register for dance class mm. where you and God could, could then dance and it is so profound that god took you on that journey and and where you where you then um found yourself now in the presence of god and right in the beginning when you introduce yourself um you said that god called you for ministry mm. how did that happen i mean you went through all of this you went into the dark pit and 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 god brought you out um in still in school and today you find yourself in ministry you studied at pneumatics as you said mm-hmm. uh you came uh to cape town and then how did that happen how did that the the ministry part the call of mm. god on your life how did that happen so you i'd say because i was going 
because now I had started these conversations with God and to a point where I then said, God, here I am and my heart is yours. All I am is yours. And at this point, I, because I've now moved, well, I've, yeah, because I've now moved and I've changed now, I was asking God, God, now what is your plan for my life? Because I've now followed my plan and I had ideas, I had ambitions, I had dreams of what, it, what I thought was the right path. Mm-hmm. So I asked God more and more in prayer and um, through many people asked um, for guidance and where, where do I go now? Because where I was, because I had ideas of where I thought I was going, mm, mm. but those doors are not no, it, no longer it there. It fell flat. It fell flat, and at that time I was starting to go to church again. I started going more and more to church, and and it was more and more whenever I was listening to a sermon, um, these images kept popping in my mind of instead of him. It was me on the podium preaching. Yes. I kept saying that more and more and more. And I kept praying about it because in my mind, I thought my mind is just playing tricks with me. I'm, yes, this yes. Is. And it was after confirmation after confirmation of people giving me word and references and people speaking to my life saying, no, we, f- we think God is calling you to ministry. And it's, um, I, I didn't believe it, but at that point I, I kind of, went to this mentality of, okay, I don't have really much else to go on now, mm-hmm. so let's go for this. So I, I started applying to universities, and I applied to everywhere, you name it. I applied for psychology, architecture, uh, architecture. Um, I applied for um, a bit of engineering here, so I applied for as much as I can. I went broad with all of my options, and it was pneumatics that called first and said, we'd like to have you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, because this was the only one I actually applied for for ministry. The rest weren't. The rest weren't ministry related in the slightest. This was the only one. And it was quite funny that I had the grades, I had everything. This was the university, the only one that accepted me out of all of them. My goodness. So that was the irony. It was, and I, I took it and I, and I went through it. And I just, okay, well, this is the way. Let's, let's go for it. Let's. See what happens. In my mind, I'm, even on the plane, I was like, this isn't going to pan out. I'm gonna, mm, mm. After, like, I think tomorrow we're probably going to fly back. Mm. This isn't for me. We go for anything else. And it's the moment I started, and, um, and this was the wonderful thing about um, pneumatics, uh, PNX, is that they threw me in different areas of ministry, and then I start adapting and seeing this is what is truly about. And then God started awakening this passion in me to minister and to serve uh, others. Yes, yes. And to carry his word. So this is where, from earlier, the, the lucid foundation became more... Solidified. Solidified. It became solidified because I was learning more and more. I was learning... And these were also areas where the questions I was asking as an atheist mm-hmm. were being asked. Yes. Where a deeper fostering of faith started happening in my life and um, an all glory and honor to God for what he was doing in that season. Um, mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, um, becoming a pastor was on the horizon, becoming, um, working with youth 
And so, and then after that, after the, 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 uh, so after mostly I, after studying, I then went to work and again applied, I applied to different, different um, churches, different mm -hmm. organizations. And then the one door opened again, just the one, again, just the one door opened and that was to become a youth worker. Yes. A yes. youth worker as the previous youth worker that spoke into my life. God was giving me the opportunity and, and blessed me now for the past three years with the opportunity to speak into young people's lives as he was able to speak into my life. Great stuff. Great stuff, Zander. Um, it, is, it is interesting to note what you are saying and this is, this is the one thing for me. Um, is if I if I asked someone to to tell me how did God call you? If we if we go through the Bible, um, it is interesting to note that there are specific stories, narratives where we can read as to how God called people. And 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 you are now um, um, testifying as to how God called you. Let me quickly go to um, uh, the comments here on our section. Neymar, Declare, Peterson, Morning Doc, and Zander uh, uh, tuning in very late, but I am here. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, and then uh, Letitia says, um, Wow, Doc, what a revelation with regards to guidance and dance and Dominic uh, says, Your testimony is inspiring, Zander. Thank you for sharing that with us so it is important that we share people mm. don't know our stories mm. people people look at Zander and they don't know where you come from they thought um, uh, and and many of us um, they think that we were uh, um, we were born with the with the silver spoon in our mm. mouths and and being raised in a Christian home being raised in, in, with values and morals, etc., that you don't veer off course. And um, um, our, our uh, music break, the lekker crew for us to say, you need to, you need to uh, uh, give your life. You need to ask God, here am I, and, and that is what you said. And it is important that we that that we guide our kids in that direction, as to say. And what is important, uh, what you said is, Lord, I tried. I tried my plans, everything. I tried, but it didn't work. It. What is your plan mm. for my life? Mm. And Jeremiah uh, twenty nine verse eleven says, "I know the plans I have for you." God knows his plans. He, he knows what he is doing. And so, um, I want to ask you, what awaits Zander in 2024? What, what is on the cards? What is on the horizon? Well, Before we're going to end uh, off with our music break, Never Mains, <laughs> Joshua Johnson. Well, I would say... Um Having now worked for the schools in Kiro, um, now being at Coronation Avenue Methodist Church, yes. I 
have the <coughs> wonderful opportunity now um, to work with young people, to work with a church and to work in a community, to grow alongside. And um, I'd say it's all in the Lord's hands and I look forward to what the Lord has in store. Both that, I am keen for the discipleship process that's going to happen um, and keeping it all in his hands, trusting him for what comes. Um, so in every situation, um, by prayer, petition, and th with thanksgiving, present your request unto the Lord. Yes, yes, amen. And the peace of God that transcends all that understanding. understanding will guard your heart and your mind. And with that, I give it over to the Lord, and I believe the Lord will bless us in this year. So I'm excited for what the Lord has in store. And yes, um, all glory and honor to God for where I am and for what is going and what is to be. <laughs> what is to be. Thank you. I want to say thank you to you, Zander, for coming this morning on this program, on the couch with Doc, sharing your testimony, um, sharing your journey, where you come from, um, that it started in the house of God, veered off course, mm. um, um, turning into atheism, and then finding God. That is important that you found God. And now you did exactly what the person did to you, the youth worker did to you, you are doing to other young people. And before we close this program, I want to speak to all of us and say, let us, the same, Paul says, the same thing that you, he has done to Timothy is the same thing that he needed to go and do with other people. Uh, don't let, don't become selfish because Christianity, being a Christian, is not a selfish uh, a movement uh, because Christianity is not a religion, it's a movement. Uh, don't become selfish. Share God, share his love uh, in order to save other people. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. All our people, the, the uh, last comment from Letitia is, this was a powerful testimony. Thank you for sharing. This really gave me clearer vision of what to look for when it comes to parenting. Uh, on God, the solid rock, I stand. All other grounds is sinking sand. So, Amen. So Amen. what this program tends to do is to bring information to you as our listeners and to equip you so that you can be effective in your ministry and in your household. And we will play out with the song because Zander here is a never man's. <laughs> I's a never man's. And uh, Joshua Johnson Sinfron's never man's. And that is how we play out to you. And next week when I am back will be the 1st of February. It's the month of love. And that is what we will do. We will venture into that and we will speak on that topic. It's the month of love. Um, and yeah, we will pray a, prepare a wonderful program. Pray for this program. Pray for me let, so that God can fill me with the necessary wisdom and ideas for this program to bring you, our listeners, what he wants to share with you. God bless you as we play out. Never means Joshua Johnson.
Yeah.
Pistrofi. Out station, out talent, out people. Tidang ragi.